0: Hey Zion, it's Phil Brown here as we continue our live series which is about who we are and why we are. So who has God created us to be and what purpose has he got on us for us to be here where we are. And you might notice where I am today, I'm actually in Outra Honga with a gathering of people who are the church. We're meeting in a table group and we're gathered together to have fellowship and to discuss the things of God together and today my message is about the the fact that we are the body of Christ it says in 1 Corinthians 12 verse 12 this just as a body though one has many parts but all of its many parts form one body so it is with Christ what it's saying is that together we make up the body of Christ and we've got young people here, there's, there's kids in the background, I don't know if you can see them there, um, we've got parents over there, haven't got any really old people here but you've got me, um, but look, together we form the body of Christ and it says that each of us has our own part. So we're going to read on to verse 13 of 1 Corinthians 12. For we were all baptised by one spirit, as to form one body, whether Jew or Gentile, save or three, we were given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but many. Now, if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not be for that reason to stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would be, not be for that reason to s- stop being part of the body. For if the whole body was an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body was an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts of a body, everyone, to be just where as he wanted them to be. So if they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. It's saying that each of us has a part to play. And there's a real metaphor here. You might see in the background that my daughter Angela is kicking a football. And to do that, she needs her feet. But she also needs her arms to balance. She needs her legs. She needs her eyes to see what the, the ball is doing. So the body is a great metaphor how, look, if we want to do anything, we need to do it together. It's not all about just leaving it up to the people at the front or the people who have got a gifting and thing. Every one of us has a part to play in what God is doing on this earth through his body. I'm home now. I had a great time fellowshipping down in Outra Honga and great to get together. Is the body of Christ and if we look at 1 Corinthians 12 and let's look at verse 15 again now if the foot should say because I am not a hand I do not belong to the body it would not stop for that reason being part of the body what this is saying is hey Let's not discount our part to play. Let's not think that because I'm not up on stage, because I'm not doing video messages like you are doing, Phil, um, that then my role isn't important. What it's saying is that everybody's role in the church is important. And I actually think that over time, over the years, the church has done a, a poor job of including everyone. Uh, we've very much decided, well, this is what Christian looks like they do this they do this etc etc and you know you tick the boxes um, and that's what a Christian is but in actual fact the body of Christ is a living dynamic thing that we're all interconnected and too long we've been saying well in actual fact you know because you're 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 not afoot, you know, you're not out there. And the feet are a a metaphor for evangelism. I'm gonna talk about that later. And that's a role for all of us to be evangelists. And I'm gonna look at that later, but because we're not doing this, well, you know, we don't know what to do with you. But we believe that God is calling his whole body to function together and that the body of Christ hasn't been functioning particularly well uh, because everyone's trying to be a foot or everyone's trying to be a hand and it doesn't work. We need everyone and we need everyone to be in the role that God has called them to be in so yeah we're really wondering to explore what that means more and more and that's one of the reasons we've moved to doing these temple and table meetings that we believe that there's a gold in each and every one of you that needs to be brought to the surface and through that and just meeting on a Sunday is not going to do it. We need to find new ways to bring out the gifts that God has placed in all of our lives. And look, I believe that we're only scratching the surface. I believe that God has a calling for all of us and each of us. And we need together to find what it is. And that my role in the church is to enable you to serve God the way he's called you to do. And look you might feel that you're insignificant but who did Jesus come for Matthew chapter 5 great chapter it's the Beatitudes it's a blessed are and we get to blessed are various things and we get to verse 3 it says blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven who are the poor in spirit the poor in spirit are those that consider themselves insignificant, incons- and maybe oh gosh I'm you know what I'm doing. I'm not, I haven't got a big role. I'm not really doing anything. Well, guess what? Jesus came and died for you. Jesus thinks you are significant. There is no such thing as someone who's insignificant in the kingdom of God. Jesus died for you regardless. It's by grace that we are saved. If you go back to my last message on God's masterpiece, you'll hear that by grace we have been saved. But in actual fact, it's He's done that so he's got good works prepared for us. So it doesn't matter how insignificant you feel, blessed are the poor in spirit. Jesus had something. So going back to the body of Christ, going back to, oh I'm not a foot, I'm not part of the body, that's nonsense. You are part of the body. You might be a little finger. We need our little fingers. Got to use them to scratch our side of our face. Yeah, so anyway, (laughs) I'm not not suggesting that you guys are all little fingers. In fact, God has great things for you. You just need to seek him to find out what it is. But I just want to encourage you, just because you don't think that your role is particularly uh, big and you're feeling insignificant, don't say, oh, I'm not part of the church. No, you are part of the church, God has a plan and it's our job as leaders of the church to to help you to grow into being part of the body that will help us as a body of Christ function well so we each have a role to play we each have a part in the body of Christ and just because we're not preaching or doing something like that doesn't mean that we don't have a role in the body of Christ of course we do but not only that we need to accept our own role in the body and that we have a place in the body we have to accept that other people have a place in the body even if we don't really know what it is or think or who who are they What, what can they do hey you know God has needed for everyone let's read 1 corinthians chapter 12 verses 21 to 23 the eye cannot say to the hand i have no need of you nor again the head to the feet i have no need of you no rather those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary and those members of the body which we think to be less honorable on these we bestow greater honor and our Unpresentable parts have a greater modesty so it's saying that the every part of the body is needed and we have to yes there's some people aren't so presentable they don't they're not up the front people but we've still got to accept them we've got to embrace them and their part to play in the body and in actual fact if you if you look quite bluntly what's he saying when he says unpresentable parts that need modesty well it's our genitals Yeah, that's the parts we need to cover up. And what do they get used for? Well, they get used for reproduction in order to grow, to expand. So if we've got people and we're not accepting them because we don't like them, you know, we're not going to grow. If we're going to use the analogy of the body, we need to embrace everyone. And just because people don't necessarily have a place that we think they fit, doesn't mean that God has a need for them and God needs them to build his body. And the unpresentable parts may be the very parts that we need in order to spark growth, to spark revival. And so, you know, we need to embrace everyone. We need to accept everyone. And so, the body of Christ, in order to grow, we need each other, we need other people. And look, revival is coming and there's going to be people come into the church who we may not think, oh gosh, we may not agree with some of their past lifestyle choices, we may not agree with some of their current lifestyle choices, but God still has a plan, he still had a purpose for those people. Just kind of... And you're thinking actually we do accept everyone and I'm sure that we do if people come into Zion no matter who they are or what they've been in your life you know we're going to accept them and we're going to love them but we're going to expect them to be transformed and yes Jesus is going to transform them more into his image more into being like him but you know that being like him may not be being like us they may stay different from from us they may um, be transformed away from the sinful life they are in but they still may be completely different to what we do and we still need to accept them let's read Romans 15 7 accept one another then just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God and an example I'm gonna use is praise and worship you see when you get saved it says to worship god and how do we worship god well we do it by listening to worship music and i'm not going to sing because i can't sing very well but but worship music is a very distinctive style of music and some people love it and i play in a worship band and i do like it But I didn't grow up listening to that, in fact I was more into 80s heavy metal. I know that's a bit of a silly example but people have a different style and taste in music and that's not going to change, it's not suddenly you get saved and suddenly you like Hillsong, no, God expects people to bring their own creativity, their own journey into the body of Christ and we're going to grow and and be more like Him, embracing all these other people who aren't necessarily like us, they are different to us. we still need them we still need them in order to grow in order to be the full body of Christ we don't need people who are just the same as us we need the church is diverse the hand is not like a foot it's not like an eye it's not like the private parts but we need all of those things to make a body so look just because people are getting get saved and look revival's coming and we're going to see people come and get saved but they're not going to be like us and we don't need to expect them to be transformed into the like us. We expect them to be transformed into like him but bringing their own individual flavour into that and we need to embrace that. So we've learned that there's a role for us in the body of Christ, that God has a plan and a purpose for us in the body of Christ, and he also has a plan and a purpose for those around us, for other people in the body of Christ. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 12 verse 18, but in fact God has placed the parts of the body, every one of them just where he wants them to be now this speaks of positioning that god has a plan and a purpose and he's positioned us and each person each of us bring our own skills and our own abilities and well what are they well ephesians 4 verse 11 gives us a clue to some of the giftings that we have it says so christ himself gave the apostles the prophets the evangelists, the pastors and the teachers, to equip his people for works of service, so that the body of Christ may be built up. So here it's talking about the fact, well actually, he's appointed different people into different positions, so hey! I think now's a good time to stop the video and pause it and look if you're with other people stop and discuss it, if not pray and consider what's my skill set, what's my gifting, what can I contribute to the body of Christ, so why don't you pause the video now and have a discussion about where God has positioned you, what your passions are and how you can use them to serve the body of Christ. So the body of Christ is this beautiful metaphor about how we're all in connect connected and we all have our functions to, to play in the body of Christ. That is together we form a functioning living body with Christ as the head and we all have our roles to play um, and it is a metaphor. Now the problem with being a metaphor is that you can sometimes take them too literally and we said before that everyone's got a different role that Jesus appointed to but hey that doesn't mean that if you see a need that is not maybe your primary calling that you still shouldn't seek to fill that need and the main one I'm going to look at now is feet because I mentioned before that feet is a another metaphor sharing the gospel and we find that in a couple of places in scripture Romans 10 15 and how are they to preach unless they are sent and as it is written how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news and then, if we go down to Ephesians chapter 6, it's about the armor of God. And look, a body, as a body, we need to put on the armor of God. So, read Ephesians 6 to find out the full armor. But let's look at verse 15 and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. So, feet is a metaphor for sharing the gospel. And look, just because your primary calling may not be evangelism doesn't mean you shouldn't share the gospel. Like any gifting, there might be some gifting that you are primarily better at, uh, but that doesn't mean that if there's a need somewhere else, you shouldn't seek to fill it. And look, I'm a teacher, my primary calling is to be a teacher. I love explaining the things of God to people and making them known in a way that people can understand. I struggle with evangelism because I can't explain it. I can't explain the peace that comes from knowing Jesus Christ in words. My words fail me when I'm trying to describe that to non-Christians. Hey, but still that doesn't stop me from showing the love to people, to trying to demonstrate Christ to people and to try and evangelise. Because we all need to be the feet. Of Jesus Christ we all need to share the love that he has with other people around us 1 Peter 3:15. always be prepared to give an answer to anyone that asks you for the reason that the hope you have so maybe your primary calling isn't being an evangelist you still need your feet to show the good news of Jesus Christ and look and finally doesn't matter what you're called to be, remember to do it in humility. Wanna end with Mark ten forty three. So not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to be great among you must be your servant and whoever wants to be first must be a slave of all for the son of man did not come to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom to many so look we all have a role in the body of Christ but look that's not to build ourselves up but it's to build other people up and all of us are called to be God's hands look if we see a need we need to bring our hands and, and provide into that need and his feet to bring the gospel to people so we are the body of Christ and the hands and feet of Christ so Lord I thank you for everyone who's watching I pray they would know their part in the body I pray they would be strengthened and encouraged in you that you would bless them abundantly and they would know the calling you have on them pray your peace upon them right now in Jesus name Amen hey thank you so much for watching I look forward to seeing you again soon